0: Welcome to Be Happy and Mean It, a podcast dedicated to helping you be genuinely happy, healthy, and wealthy in your life and business. I'm your host, Roger Comstock. All right, everybody. Well, I am super grateful to have my favorite guest I've had on the show so far, my sweetheart, the love of my life, a true angel. I'm just so grateful for this woman. Um, She is my wife, Kayla Comstock. And uh, just truly, I mean, I married her for so many reasons. but um, I mean, she has a heart made of gold. She's kind to everyone she meets. Everybody wants to be more like her, including me. She's a light to literally everyone who has the opportunity to interact with her. She is just truly full of goodness. And so I'm thankful to have her on the show today. Um, I know I'm going to learn a lot from her. I'm sure all the listeners will learn a lot. And I just feel super, super thankful to have someone like her in my life. Uh, she makes me better every single day. She's when people talk about having a better half, she is my uh, absolute better half. Um, she's as good as they get. So grateful to have uh, Kayla Comstock on the show today. Um, she does a lot of wonderful things. I want to provide just a quick little intro on who she is and what she does. I thankfully get to be a an eyewitness to all of these things, watching her in all of her glory and <laughs> um, what she's currently accomplishing. She just started a business called Diet Ditchers. Really, really cool. Um the whole idea is to ditch your diet and to be able to get healthy and uh, successful along the journey without having to worry about all of the uh, normal things that people worry about uh, when they're trying to get healthy. She also owns a photography business as and is insanely successful. She does a wonderful job. Um, she makes everyone that she knows feel, feel uh, super valued, special, important. She's just a wonderful woman. Okay, so without further ado, I'm going to actually have her... Uh, start answering some questions. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and get started here. All right, my sweetheart. Well, um, how important have you? has it been for you to be able to uh, reach your goals and achieve your potential? Um, what, what role has belief played in those things?
1: Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for the best introduction I've had in my whole life. <laughs> Roger is the kindest person in the whole world, as you have probably known. If you've had any contact with him, he's the sweetest, most thoughtful, and authentic and caring person that you could that you could know. And I'm lucky to be on this podcast and to assist my sweet husband in his ventures. Um Sorry, you have to ask the question again because I forgot.
0: Oh, babe, don't don't you worry one bit. Um, That was really kind. Thank you so much. Uh, The question was, how important is belief in reaching goals and achieving potential?
1: I think, excuse me, I think belief is the most essential uh, ingredient for potential and success. Without belief, I don't think you'll get anywhere if you don't believe that you can pass a test. Sometimes you might not pass that test. If you don't believe that you can run a mile, you're not going to run a mile. (laughs) If you don't believe that you can buy a new house, you're probably not going to get that new house. And so I think with any goal, whether it's health-related, relationships, um, spiritual Work-related, it all needs to start with a belief that you can grow and work from and creating success in your mind by first believing it and then willing it into um, reality from there.
0: That's, that is absolutely stellar advice. I'm so grateful for what she shared. Everything she shared is 100% true. I found in my own life, uh, in business, all of those principles that she just taught are completely accurate. <clears throat> they apply to all of us excuse me, I'm clearing my throat. Um, let me ask another question here. What do you have to say about discipline's role in your progression? Um, as far as what you've been able to accomplish in photography, obviously that was kind of a scary jump. I knew you when you actually left your, you know, nine to five job and you started your own business, um, as a photographer, uh, what was that like and what role did discipline discipline play in you finding the success that you have?
1: So going back to when I started photography, it's been about 5 or 6 years now. And when I first started, it was very challenging. I my brother actually helped me see that photography was something I wanted to learn, and I decided just to try to find a job that taught me photography while paid me while paying me, and that's what I found. Um It was very challenging. I was there for two years and wanted to give up so many times. Trying to take pictures of little kids and get them to stay still, as you could imagine, is quite the task. Um, And so some days you just wake up and you kind of dread going to work, but you, you stick with it. And as you consistently stick with something that's hard, it can become um more or less second nature like now i don't really think about photography like i don't always get kids to stay or cooperate during pictures but for the most part i feel pretty confident in like helping them laugh and smile naturally and um now since then after 2 years i left and started my own business like Roger said and it has just blessed my life in so many ways um it's helped me reach better potential and given me freedom to do what I want to do, like travel and go see my family back in Texas and take holidays off if I want to. Um, So I'm grateful that I had some discipline in the first two years of learning that skill so that now I can reap the rewards of having that to bring in income and give me flexibility.
0: I love all of those answers. And she, uh, she really works so hard. She's such a disciplined individual. We go to the gym every single morning together. She's always working hard on building out new ideas, um, constantly learning, improving. She's got just an, an exceptional mind. She's wonderful. I feel so lucky to be married to her. She's just a wonderful woman. Um, and so it's fun to be able to actually, you know, she talks about this stuff on this podcast. It's fun to actually watch it, to be an observer of everything that she's doing. And, uh, to watch her succeed as she she learns all of this stuff and um, helps other people. It's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask Kira, how do you define happiness, and uh, how would you measure happiness?
1: I would say that happiness is peace of mind without the influence of circumstances. So circumstances, what I've found, are not necessarily always happy or. Things don't always go my way, and that's frustrating because I like it when things go my way. (laughs) Um, But yeah, happiness is a peace of mind and I think a focus of mind when you can appreciate what's in front of you and find the good in the things that you do have. And I feel like you can measure it by... I think, it, I mean, if you want more of it, then you just focus on the things that you appreciate that you already have. Um, if you want less of happiness, you focus on the things that you don't like <laughs> in life. Um, so yeah, I'm all about mindset and focus. And I feel like that's where your results will develop is where your mindset and Steph are.
0: <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, I, I love what she said. I, I could put it in quotes and like frame it, hang it on our wall. She said, happiness is peace of mind, regardless of the circumstance. That's really, really good, right? Uh, in our own lives, uh, finding happiness is usually something that people fight with their whole life, right? They're trying to figure out where it's at and they look in all kinds of different places. But I love this idea that happiness is having peace in your mind and who you are, regardless of whatever it is that you're going through, because the bottom line is that we're all going to go through challenging things, right? In our lives, we all have ups, we all have downs. And so if we can have peace, regardless of whatever it is that we're going through, that really is happiness, right? And so what a wonderful thing that she said. That was uh, incredible and very, very insightful. Um, I
1: think to add to that too, is I said appreciation. What I really mean is gratitude. We've been trying to work on writing out our gratitudes and affirmations every day. And if there's something in my mind that I'm a little bit struggling with, um, I will just spend a little extra time in proving to myself the ways that I can be grateful for that thing. Um, For instance, like girls and guys can sometimes focus a lot on like their body image. And so that will come back for me sometimes. And so I... Just write the things that I'm grateful like I'm grateful that my body allowed me to um, be on this podcast today. And I'm grateful that my body enables me to exercise and move around. And I have all my limbs and arms and fingers and toes. (laughs) That is a lot to be grateful for. So I want um, those things to build and grow. So I'm going to focus on the things that already there are there
0: you know, that don't have to change. I love that. She, uh, she is so incredible. She inspires me every single day. I love what she has, has to say. I'm so excited that each one of you listening to the podcast today get to hear a little bit of what I get to experience every day. It is a treat, um, a real privilege. Absolutely. It, I mean, it's a real privilege to have her in my life. It's a, it's a wonderful opportunity. Um, okay. So what I want to is just give, uh, Kayla, here's some time to talk uh, to all of you about what she's currently working on. She's got some cool projects, um, and so I just wanted to kind of give her the floor right now and explain what she's currently working on.
1: So in addition to photography, um, I'm starting another business, like Roger said, about ditching your diets, and I've always been passionate about health since i was in middle school it was very intriguing to me like the correlation of what i ate and how i was feeling um i used to eat i was like one of those kids that would like come home and eat two corn dogs and bowl of cereal and i was a really picky eater so i ate a lot of junk food um which i kind of regret now but <clears throat> I started building this foundation of interest in nutrition from a young age. And so I actually went to Texas A&M University and got my degree in nutrition there. Um, and <clears throat> didn't do like a whole lot afterwards for many reasons, um, but I've kind of been circling around and finding some new ways that are working in my life. And it's kind of reignited my passion for that. And I just feel like I need to share that with other people. Um, so I'm currently creating a program to help, <clears throat> excuse me, women who've been on a diet culture, yo-yo dieting, um, feel like they always have to lose weight and they'll lose it and get it all back and just feel so defeated. You feel like, gosh, am I just a failure? Or like, do I not have enough discipline? And... It's usually not the case it's just that our body is innately um come pre-wired to eat the right portions that we that our body needs and at one point in your life <laughs> you were attuned to that and you knew um when you were hungry and when you were full um and so i'm trying to help myself through the last couple years and other people Relearn those innate skills that you already came wired with. And just to remember, um, so that like long term, you can have the healthy results that you ultimately want. And you don't have to keep going back and forth and feeling like you're restricting yourself and you're like, oh, I just want this piece of chocolate cake. And you're like, but I can't have it. But you can. And when you let yourself have things in moderation, um, in the long run, you end up eating less.
0: I, I love what she said. She kind of talks the nice thing, you know, in this podcast, we talk about kind of this triangulation of success of health, um, wealth and, um, business, right. In, in being successful in each piece of, of those sections in our lives. And Kayla is really good at being successful in every piece of her life, where, whether it's health, um, wealth, business, you know, just being genuinely, uh, really good at everything she does. And so again, it's nice for me just to be able to kind of observe these things. Um,
1: thank you. That is also who you are. That's. And that's why we make a great team.
0: <laughs> it, it is. It's the best thing ever. I love it. She is the best teammate I'm, uh, super grateful for. Her. Um, I wanted to ask this, what piece of advice, um, if you could go back to your 20 year old self, what piece of advice would you give, uh, to to that uh that girl
1: honestly the first one that comes to my mind i know you've probably heard roger talk about education and whatnot i i would tell myself to start a business probably even before i was 20 i tell my nieces like go start something one of my nieces has um an art business that she's starting and um a couple of them are—they have like a nanny business, and so I'm just so proud of that. But I just, I just wish, um, at twenty, that I knew that my life could be so much free, more free than I thought. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yeah, tell my twenty-year-old self a to definitely start a business at a young age, no matter what it is. I mean, you're just gonna fail. Either way, like, that's how you learn. So just start failing early so that you get used to failure. (laughs) Um, Another piece of advice I'd probably give myself at 20 was to just really focus on me. I was luckily, like, raised in a family that the focus was, like, a beautiful gift is to get married and have kids And I really took that focus to heart and was disappointed that I didn't get married at 20. And now I'm so grateful because I'm happily married to Roger at 30, age 30, and things worked out so well. But I would tell myself at 20 to just focus on building me and how I can improve on an individual level because... Um, the more that I am, the more that I can give and the more that um, others can be blessed. And so I'm really big on self-development. I've I kind of like got into that probably five or six years ago as well. And yeah, just I would tell all those young, young children to. <laughs> Um, just start working on you and being comfortable with you and everything else will kind of fall into place. Education will come, like kids will come, marriage hopefully before that, (laughs) and it all turns out beautiful. So just to focus on things that build you and focus on the things that you can control and not the things that you can't control.
0: I really, really like that. One thing that I love so much about Kayla, I mean, I love everything about her, but one thing that I really love about her is she is always learning, right? So if uh, from previous podcasts and those who know me individually know that my nose is always in a book and usually multiple books at the same time. And Kayla is the same way. She's constantly learning, constantly improving, constantly trying to figure out ways to be, um, you know, her best self, which is so inspiring. She's just such a wonderful woman and, uh, someone that everyone can look up to. It's, it's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask this because obviously, as we as we're trying to become our best selves, it's a it's a rocky road. It's challenging for each individual to become um, who they would really want to be, right? To achieve their potential, there's always challenges, right, Al- along that path. And so, what role does um, being uncomfortable and getting uncomfortable play in your own personal development?
1: So, I think what kind of came came to my mind um, while you were chatting about that was. One of the books that got me into personal development kind of stuff was a book titled The Obstacle is the Way. And I can't remember who the author is off the top of my head. Um, Ryan Holiday. So good. Yeah. Perfect. So um, that book just kind of like set the stage for some really great progression in my life. <clears throat> Essentially just saying that like other facets in life, obstacles create really great things such as um, (laughs) like Rockefeller, take for instance, when the market crashed um, back whenever his time was, um, he ended up becoming super rich because he was like, you know what? The economy always comes back around. So I'm just going to buy all these things. And he ended up being a very wealthy man because of that. Um, Other things like the Renaissance was a time of creation of thought and arts and music and a lot of new material that way um, came about. Just basically saying like an obstacle can enable you to have more success in the long run. um than if you didn't have the obstacle so obstacles can become blessings and disguise they're very disguised because sometimes you're facing an obstacle and you're like why why me um and so uh it's uncomfortable to face those things in your life that are maybe not so exciting but when you face them, you have the potential to grow faster and further than you would without that obstacle. Um, so I really took that to heart in my life and there would be things that would come up. Like a friend would say something that was, um, like I hurt their feelings or like, whatever and I had the opportunity to face that and be like okay well do I want to change because of that or do I want to stay the same or um so yeah it's definitely uncomfortable to grow but I think when we face those parts of us that need to be watered a little bit or nourished a little bit um it's so much more beautiful on the other side of putting through putting the effort in in developing from those things,
0: I really, really like that. Um, I like that a lot. I think getting uncomfortable is such a major uh, piece of our individual success, and it adds to the collective success that we enjoy as a society. Right? If we're all willing to get uncomfortable, um, we're gonna we're gonna push past things that are challenging and achieve our our potentials individually and collectively. Um, It's great. No, when we do things that are are comfortable, we very rarely grow any time that we're experiencing any sort of growth it usually requires some, some sort of discomfort. Um, The the next subject that I wanted to talk about here is just um, gratitude. Uh, Kayla is super, super good at showing gratitude in all that she does um, and has. And so I just wanted to ask her, um, how, how do you express gratitude in challenging times?
1: Um, I just write it out. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a mindset, right? Um, and I think it's just something you have to keep, keep working on. It's never something I'm like, oh yeah, I have mastered gratitude. I am the most grateful person. Most grateful person is actually Roger. (laughs) And he helps me... He helps show me ways that I want to be better and improve. Um, And gratitude is definitely one of those things. Um, And it always has been since, like, I first met him. It was, like... That is definitely one of the things that rubbed off on me first was gratitude. So I feel like I've learned a lot of gratitude from Roger. Um, But, yeah, I think just... Consistently, like, sitting down and either just pondering what you're grateful for or writing it out or expressing it to someone else um, really helps in challenging times. And especially with the whole pandemic this last year and a half, um, gratitude has been a healing balm for me and hopefully a lot of other people. Just being grateful for the things that are going well. So being grateful that things are more clean. I'm extra grateful for that because I'm a neat freak. Um, And being grateful to stay at home more. I'm a homebody, so I really like that. Um, Being grateful to have church at home. (laughs) It's opening back up a little bit more and... We uh, we very much so like the home church idea. Um, I'm going on a tangent. Anyway, yeah, gratitude, I think, just keeping the focus no matter what. Um, good times and bad times can really just help keep your heart open and, um, yeah, just kind of give your mind a good focus.
0: I really, really like that. Thanks so much for everything that you shared. That was a, uh, that's really, really great advice about just being grateful, right? And, and th- things that are good, right? When things are really, really good, it's so important to show gratitude. It feels really easy to be grateful in those times. It's even more important to show gratitude in times that aren't very easy, right? And that are hard uh, because they help us appreciate the opportunities in those times, even when they're uh, they're a little more tricky to see from the outset. We recognize what they are. Um, as we express thankfulness and gratitude in those moments. And uh, thats it's just a wonderful principle, something that Kayla's really, really good at. Uh, We're going to ask maybe just one more question here uh, before we kind of close up. But I wanted to ask about consistency. For me, consistency has played a major role in success. Um, It's something that's very challenging, right? When we think about life, really, I I think a goal that each of us are trying to uh, achieve in our own individual lives is this idea of, mastering ourselves, right? Whether it's the food that we eat or mastering money or mastering, I mean, all of these different aspects of our individual lives. Um, one of those things has to be consistency. And it uh, it plays a major role in that uh, mastering process. And so I wanted to ask uh, sweet Kayla here, what role consistency has played in, in her life? <clears throat>
1: um, Consistency is not something I feel like I'm a hundred percent perfect at in all areas of my life, there's definitely certain areas I am more consistent in and certain areas that I'm not so consistent in because of my, uh, liking of being a free spirit. (laughs) Um, but one thing I feel has helped having consistency in is just like as far as like health goes because that's what I put a lot of my focus in um just like choosing something and being consistent at it so like exercise for example there was a time where I was not very consistent in exercise and it was very sporadic and um it happened if it was like convenient (laughs) and I started going to the gym more with Getting like a personal trainer and dating Roger like a long time ago. Um, because he was going every day. So I was like, well, I want to go every day. And um I've just have grown to love it. So yeah, at first consistency may seem very challenging and you don't necessarily wanna be consistent in something, but once you choose something that you love and you stick with it, it can become your favorite thing. Like I love starting my day going and getting some movement and exercise just because it makes me feel good mentally and physically and I'm like less tired during the day and I love my spike of caffeine first thing in the morning. Um, and so, yeah, playing that to like any aspect of life, like consistently praying, you'll come to learn like different things about praying or consistently um, growing your business, which Roger is really good. At. I just will say he is a master at consistency. Like if you were to look at his schedule, there's a goal that he wants. He will map out his, he'll just like put it on his schedule, his calendar for like infinitely. And so, <laughs> um, Mondays he blocks out time to, uh, research different things and, um, he blocks out time to write his book, he blocks out time to exercise, he blocks out time to, um, yeah, just do, like, all these different things that are so important, and so I really look up to him because of that, um, and so, yeah, if you're wanting to be more consistent, just follow Roger, (laughs) and you'll get places,
0: Oh my heck! No, that that is so sweet of her to say. I I feel so thankful for her. Um, If you if you can't tell, I mean, in listening to this, she is just one of the best human beings on the planet. And so, being with her, living with her every day is just a real treat for me. She's an angel in my life and in everyone's life who has the privilege of knowing her. I feel so thankful to have had her on the show today what a fun opportunity for me. We've got some really great guests uh, coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks which will be wonderful. so stay tuned for those uh, just as kind of like a PS and by the way, uh, we've talked a lot about business in this show so far. If any of you are wanting to start your own business, um, I own a company called zero Dollar startup and I would love to help you get it off the ground. Um, I teach people how to start their own businesses without the utilization of venture capital. Without utilizing real estate or debt, and so I'd be happy to make sure that you're taken care of and that you're able to start your own company without um, without all of the risk that's generally implied, you know, in in starting a business. You can either reach out to me um, through email, or uh, and you can do that at Roger at 0 dot com, or just go to 0 dot com. And uh, yeah, I'd love to make sure you guys are taken care of. Thanks so much for being here this week. Uh, Doing this podcast is an absolute blast. I love hearing different perspectives. I love kind of getting some of my thoughts out, uh, talking about them and um, hearing the feedback. It's been exceptional. And so excited to have you all here and we will look forward to having you back next time. Thank you so much.
1: Bye y'all.